0: Good morning, everyone at home watching us on the live stream. Woo! I'm always a flop at a top-notch affair. But I've still got my health, so what do I care? My best ring, alas, is a glass solitaire. But I've still got my health, so what do I care? My fashion and fabri, I've never discussed attending. Bye.
1: My name is Teresa Belden and I'm honored to serve on your Board of Trustees. Welcome to our Sunday morning service. Our services are at 930 and 1130. We stream our 930 service and we welcome our live stream audience today. Uh, Watch our services anytime on demand or on our website or on YouTube. Uh, Do you have comments or questions about our upcoming building transformation and renovation? Please contact Um, With Mike Smith uh, he's our leader of our facilities transformation team and he'll be in the garden court today after services um, over by the building uh, design boards and we want to hear from you we also encourage you to connect with John Southam and Cassidy Meeks in the garden court to learn how you can share your gifts and talents at unity Minneapolis we love our volunteers our Mindful Money Manners workshop series continues at 1 p.m. in the Fillmore Room. Today's theme is Inspired Investing and Planning. What is more inspiring than considering your legacy and maximizing your giving potential? Hear from advisors and an attorney and bring your questions. Our September opt- opportunities include um, next Sunday at 8 15. The um COVID Protocol service returns in the Fillmore Worm. Uh, Reverend Pat's um, Ministers Book Group continues this Thursday, eight, uh, 10:30 to noon in the Fillmore Room. And have you ever been swept up in the swirl of uncertainties? Join Reverend Pat on the path from fear to faith with a study of Eric Butterworth's spiritual economics reading list is on the website. The Women of Unity are hosting a circulation day on Labor Day, September 5th. They're currently collecting items that can be offered free to those who can use them. Make an appointment to deliver your items and then shop on Labor Day to find new treasures. Flyers are in the garden court and get details on our website. Join us on Thursday evening, September 8th, for an outdoor uh, World Day of Prayer experience. We're collecting new children's books for the students at Noble Elementary in Golden Valley through September 11th. Book lists are in the Garden Court and on our website. Our fall community picnic returns on Sunday, September 11th. Picnic lunch is provided with fun and games for the kids and our traditional closing bell ceremony. Also plenty of volunteer opportunities. So contact John Southam or sign up in the garden court. Details on our upcoming events and activities are on our website, uh, Facebook page, or the weekly emails happening at Unity and peek at the week. So you can also email the um, or call the church office as well. And now please uh, join Reverend Pat in our opening prayer.
2: Join me in our opening prayer. So I invite you, if you would, just to begin to bring your attention inward. Taking that deep breath with me and continuing to bring that attention inward only to that place that you can go. Infinite, invisible presence. We are so grateful, grateful for the opportunity to come together, to experience community, remembering the words of our teacher, Jesus the Christ, who says, where two or more are gathered, I am in the midst of you. And for that, we are grateful today, that all of the attributes of Jesus is here right now. All the attributes of the divine are right here, right now, expressing through each and every one of us here in this sanctuary. And for that, we are grateful. Grateful for the opportunity to love each other, to open our hearts and support each other on this spiritual journey that we call life. So it's great joy and appreciation today that we say together, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. Let's remain seated as we sing our opening song.
0: That includes all of you at home, too. You all got to sing along with us. soul are part of a perfect whole. my heart and my hands are serving a sacred plan i know that it's true
2: always great to have you here at unity thank you thank you thank you 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 know uh, unity is that open and welcoming inclusive community one of our core values here at unity minneapolis is that of welcoming therefore one of our favorite things to do each and every sunday morning is not only to welcome you but also to welcome those that are new with us so today, if you are new to us, you're a guest, first, second, third time visitor, or you feel like you're new today, we want to honor your presence here today. We're going to do nothing to embarrass you, uh, I promise, okay? So i are going to take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. All guests, oh my goodness, whoa, how wonderful, how wonderful. Keep your hands up, please. Keep your hands up until our ushers get to you. That packet of information tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. There's a card in there. If you choose to fill out any part of that card and turn that into our book desk, then we have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that personal welcome, that one-on-one welcome. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things that's set on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this, and that is, my dear friends, Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you, we love you, we bless you, and we behold that presence of the divine within you. We also welcome those that are live streaming with us today. We're glad that you've chosen to spend part of your day with us. And if you feel that you are new today as well, there is a link there that you just follow that link, fill out that contact information, and someone from our staff will reach out to you let's appreciate these marvelous guests okay now let's affirm together our core values the core values are found in your order of service together we are loving transforming welcoming spirit-filled prosperous and joyful and the august affirmation for this series i am inspired together I am inspired to do all that is mine to do. Let's do that one more time. I'm inspired to do all that is mine to do. Our speaker this morning is one of us. Thank you, God, you know. She's been a student of New Thought for the past 30 years. She has her own business of yoga and massage for the past 20 years. She came to unity a little over 12 this unity, a little over 12 years ago, and has been an avid student, has been a prayer chaplain. She began her study as a licensed unity teacher 10 years ago, And she graduated in 2021. She says, "I always look forward to teaching and preaching and living the unity principles." This woman is amazing. I've had the opportunity to be with her all 10 years and talk about persistence and patience to get this licensed Unity teacher degree that is bestowed on her by Unity Worldwide Ministries. And she and Carla Rayburn are the first licensed Unity teachers we've had in this community since our beloved Nancy Little. Would you please give a warm appreciation to Karen (laughs) Honey. The reading of our daily word.
3: We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court, where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed upon with our prayer ministry for seven days. And then they were forwarded to silent unity where they are prayed upon for another additional 30 days. The word for today is purpose. I pursue my purpose with passion. Over the course of my life, I have discovered what has kindled my passions, what has captivated my attention, and what has made me feel the most alive. My passions lead me to discover my purpose to which I choose to devote my time and my life. My highest spiritual purpose is to live from my divine nature, my divine gifts of Life, love, and wisdom express uniquely through my passions, fulfilling me while demonstrating the truth of my being. I listen to the still, small voice of spirit within to discern the best way to fulfill my purpose. I heed its call to learn, discover, and grow. It is never too early or too late to embark upon a journey of a lifetime. I am ready, willing, and more than able. The word for today is purpose.
2: So join me in meditation. And as you gently close your eyes and begin to focus your attention inward, be grateful. Be grateful that you have another day on this planet. Be grateful to be alive, happy to be alive, and having the gift of life. So today we hold our lives with with reverence. knowing that all life is sacred. Breathe in. I am aware of my in-breath. And as you breathe out, I am aware of my out-breath. Breathe in again. Aware of your in-breath. And out. Aware of your out-breath. And as you continue to turn your attention inward, see your entire body just settling. Not you reaching outward, but inward. And as you do, sense your body becoming heavy with stillness. And notice how good it feels to do this. Notice how natural it feels. It's like coming home. Coming home after a long trip. Or like coming home, perhaps after being on a long dusty road. Feel how good it is to be home, home within. And now I invite you, if you would, to begin to focus your attention on your heart center. And as you do, notice that warmth and that love that is within you. Let the love do as it wishes. Feel that deep sense of comfort and homecoming. Find nourishment in this feeling. And if you've not done so, I invite you to gently place your hands over your heart center. And affirm silently with me, my heart beats with the perfect rhythm of God. My heart beats with the perfect rhythm of God. Take another breath with me. Aware of the in-breath and aware of the out-breath. And now I invite you to just place your hands gently in your lap. And as you do so, give thanks for this body temple, the housing of the soul. Yes, give thanks for your limbs, your toes, your arms, all of life that is coursing throughout this body temple. Giving thanks for the feet that carry you throughout life and the arms that give you the ability to hold to hold your children to hold your loved ones breathing in I am aware of my in breath and breathing out I am aware of my out breath And with this awareness, I rest in the quiet and in the stillness. Breathing in, I'm aware of my in-breath. And breathing out, I am aware of my out-breath. And today we pray with those that have requested our prayers, represented by our prayer box, the electronic mail, the cards and letters that we have received this week, We hold each prayer request in this consciousness of love, in this consciousness of answered prayer. And today we pray with our prayer chaplains. We pray with our prayer ministry. We pray with our spirit squad. As they continue to hold this high watch for us in prayer. we so often forget. Breathing in, I'm aware of my in-breath. And breathing out, I am aware of my out-breath. So now I invite you to begin to return to this time and this place, knowing that we have been in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of spirit. And we say thank you. Thank you, God. Amen.
0: I know it's late, but I couldn't wait to call you on the phone been a while since I've been home. All of this was my own choice, since the man upstairs has given me this voice. No matter how long it takes, no matter how hard it breaks, I've got to use it or lose it. Chance to do what I have got to do. I've got a Did me to- I couldn't see-
4: emotional already just hearing that. Um, I, I think it was about 15 years ago, I, had, um, I saw um, Wayne Dyer, and I saw him on stage, and he was, I, I don't know if it was 10, 15 years ago, but he was walking back and forth, and he had like this Hawaiian shirt on, no notes, you know, just speaking from his heart, motivational, and I, I, I heard the thought within me that said, I want to be that, I want to be, you know, that confident, you know. And, you know, for me, inspiration, when it has that charge, there's inspiration, like I love inspirational quotes. I can read inspirational quotes, and you get that little lift. But then there's the inspiration where someone inspires you, or you feel a thought, and there's a charge. And for me, it says, I want to be that. And I feel it. It's like this little kid, like, I want to do that. And here I am on the stage now. I'm not quite that relaxed. I don't have a Hawaiian shirt on yet. And I got a lot of notes. So, but I have to say when you, um, when you work on your inspirations and visions, there's always that ring of fear. And that ring of fear is getting up right here, is getting up on that stage and being vulnerable with you. And Lou, who's probably watching, dared me to stay out beyond the podium and I'll do it for a few minutes I'm not sure how long (laughs) but that's another thing when when someone dares me I hear I hear I dare you and it it doesn't feel threatening it feels like okay I'm gonna do it so here's to you Lou Lou's my husband um okay we started the series on inspiration and uh Kevin started and Kevin you went from closer to um opener and I got the closer position. I still don't know what that means, but. <laughs> well, I'll find out, I'm sure. Um, and he gave us definitions. It was, his title was Inspiration Matters. And he said, we cannot force inspiration. We can allow it to happen. All ideas are divine, yet some ideas are our divine destiny. That's, I love that one because that felt like this last inspiration being up here. And he uh, did the story of acornology. He said that we each contain everything we need to become who we are meant to be. And I just remember him, that acorn, looking up at the big oak tree saying, I am that. I am that. And he asked us to reflect on what and who inspires us. So hopefully we've been reflecting on that. And then we had Reverend Tony, and she just sent me a wonderful text. Thank you, Reverend Tony. And she really has been my, I can call her anytime, and she's just been amazing. And she did the inspirational scale, but she also told us a little hidden passion she had about um, baseball, how she loves to watch baseball. And when she said that, I laughed inside because she said, we all have something like that. And you know what mine is? The British Baking Show. <laughs> I am so addicted to it. I keep watching it. I keep watching it. And Lou will say to me, didn't you watch that already? I'm on like the fourth time around. He goes, don't you know who won? And I said, yes uh, yes and no. Sometimes I forget. But I, I don't know what it is. It's so comforting to me. And I can't tell you what came out this week is the Junior baking, British Baking Show. And I love kids. And if anybody started watching that first two um, episodes with Charlie, he was amazing. He's so adorable. So that's another, so that's my thing is the uh, baking show. Um, And she also handed out a copy of the Inspirational Scale and she asked us to take that test and to think about how often and how deeply that you are inspired and open to new experiences. Or are you shut down to them? And then Reverend Tony last week talked about purpose, inspiration and our purpose. And she talked about Simon Sinek and uh, handed out a golden circle sheet. If you remember those three circles and the outer circle is the what of your purpose. The next is the how. And then the most and important is the why, why we do our purpose. Why are we doing this? So um and I, my topic is on wellness, well-being. So let's see. I'm going to start though because um, no one's done jokes this week, because uh, this month, because Reverend Pat has not been here. <laughs> I'm not going to do a joke exactly, but I will do um, funny, inspirational quotes. So let me get my glasses on here. So I'm going to go for, for um, from uh, through these a few of these. My keyboard must be broken. I keep hitting the escape button, but I'm still at work. (laughs) Author unknown. Be happy. It drives people crazy. And knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. The human brain is a wonderful thing. It starts working the moment you are born and never stops until you stand up and speak in public. (laughs) And I put, let's hope that uh, does not happen today. And then people say, nothing is impossible, but I I do nothing every day, and that was Weenie the Pooh. And uh, Dalai Lama, if you think you are too small to make a difference, Try sleeping with a mosquito. And let's see, I got two more here. Bad decisions make great stories. And the optimist, someone who figures that taking a step backward after taking a step forward is not a disaster. It's more like the (laughs) cha-cha. So I thought those were pretty cute. Um, One thing I do love is inspirational quotes and that has gotten me through a lot in my last 20 years It's amazing. I remember just getting on this path the beginning I used to have a daily read and just reading those every morning Started to I didn't know I was doing it But it started to change the way I started to think but it really helped encourage me So I'm gonna give you one of the quotes I got this week and you can set up your Facebook to be inspiring mine certainly is and I got this one this week Source is always dropping pebbles of ideas and impulses. When you quiet your mind and slow down all the chatter, you are like a still pond, calm and receptive. So that when source drops a pebble of an inspired idea or an impulse, you feel it, you sense it, and you are aware of it. On the other hand, when you're going about your day consumed with thoughts and action items, and your focus is on what is, you are like a raging river. Source could throw you a boulder your way, and you would not sense it, you would not feel it, or be aware of it. You would just keep raging around and over the top of it without blinking an eye, all the while frustrated and discouraged that things don't seem to be turning out the way you like. Every moment, every day, it's a choice. Still pond or raging river. And again, our choice. Okay, so, you know, the topic of well-being. I was thinking about that and well-being and inspiration. I I was kind of like, I don't know where to go with this. Um, But as I started thinking about well-being and unity principles and Where do we always tend to find things, you know? Like we wanna try to blame them out there, the well-being. Like maybe if we fix everything out there, we'll feel really good. And all of a sudden, I realized that well-being really has to do with inside. And um, I came across, hold on a minute. Um, I was looking in truthunity.net, which is a great source. And I started typing in inspiration and And what comes up, but uh, Eric Butterworth did a Sunday talk on inspiration. So um, I'm going to give you one of the quotes here. He states that life itself is whole and complete. Life is rich and full and fulfilling. In other words, it's not life that needs to change. It's the way we lay a hold of it, the way we view it, and the way we accept it. He talks about, most of this um, talk is about how we live in two worlds. We tend to, we focus a lot of our energy on the outer world, career, money, you know, getting all the stuff, running around, doing whatever we need to do, and there's this whole other world, this inner world within us that we tend to not spend too much time on. We kind of... um, And and I don't know if you notice, but if you do too much out there, if you try to grab everything and do it, it's really not that satisfying. You tend to have a lot of stuff, and you're kind of looking around and like, wow, that's not really that satisfying, you know, having all this stuff. And I think of key four in the keys to the kingdom where we start heave hoing all that stuff that we're really not using. And I also was thinking about, I just taught the keys class, and key number one it's so interesting. I started to think about one of the keys is uh, commitment to time, talent, and treasure, and that 90 minutes to ourself. It's amazing that we have a, such a hard time taking that 90 minutes for our spiritual growth, yet we can spend 10 hours running around like crazy, and we think that's great, and we feel you know, like we're a success. So again, I just see how the more we can work on that inner self, the more we are satisfied in our life. Um, he um, He actually quotes from Jesus. Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And this refers to the inner flow, the inspiration that is the real source of meaning, the source of vitality, interest, and fulfillment in life is this inner flow not the outer inspiration in terms of inner flow is always there and always available yet we become so rooted in the circumference of life that we don't even notice we're not listening and we're not recept- receptive to it he quotes from a line uh, a line in a poem from a persian poet and i actually looked it up there is i couldn't i couldn't pronounce the name but you can look it up on google this Persian poet, and he quotes a line from this poem, and it says, If you come to the end of your store and you have but one loaf of bread, sell that one loaf of bread and buy some white hyacinths for your soul. We should never be too busy or frugal to buy white hyacinths for the soul. And what he talks about in that... um, is that the white hyacinths are taking time out of your day to um just a change up a reset Um, you know even a couple of minutes to meditate play walk in nature Um, he said that everything is healthy that is in the flow of the universe and it this also reminds me of um, i did the Lazarus book um, which is another great book And I was thinking about that, Um, step one in the Lazarus story is about, um, sometimes we're so consumed at something, where we we can't figure something out, so we're staring at it and staring at it. And step one is turn away. So it's like, step away and have fun. Do a little something on the side. I don't know about you, but when I do this a talk, when I'm sitting down, I'm like, okay, I'm going to write out my talk, okay. Well, where's all the creative ideas? They're not coming. You know, I'm like forcing them. And then I go for a bike ride and boy, they start flying. And Lou gave me the idea to do the voice recorder on your phone. So, you know, I put the voice recorder and I start recording some of those inspiring thoughts that I get, it's pretty amazing. So to just turn away from the outside world and start just focusing a bit on that inner, inner life. Um, He also he uh, but Eric Butterworth wrote the um, in the flow of life and he says That when we live from the outside in we struggle tension stress ill health And when we go we go against the flow we were meant to live from the inside out Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you and what is this kingdom It is the basis of all healing, success, and overcoming. This kingdom is the realm of potentiality, all substance, all life, all love, and peace. We have a built-in capacity for health and success. It's amazing we don't want to do the inner work. I mean, this is where all this stuff is. This is where it's all located. Jesus said, do not be anxious about your life. Get into the flow, and you will receive all that you desire and need. We are always in this flow, just like gravity, but we may, not, we may and often do not get out of the awareness of this flow. And we must turn our thoughts and tension of strain, let go, and let the flow of life unfold. And this started to, for me, be more and more of the de- definition of inspiration in wellness the other thing I was thinking about with intuition is what's the difference oh, in, between inspiration and intuition. And I one day I was just sitting there like what is that uh, is it the same does it is it the same thing and I actually realized that for me intuition it is like this knowing it it comes up it just it's like a feeling it feels it's like wise it's pretty even it's like a a A here, uh, you know, so forth. Inspiration for me feels different. Kind of has a little bit of an intuition, but for me it has a spark. Like there's a spark to inspiration. Um, When you read the inspirational quotes, you know, they kind of lift you up a little bit and they kind of take you a little bit throughout your day. Um, Kevin, uh, Reverend Kevin, talked about that um, divine inspiration uh, as your destiny. When I've had you know, with yoga, when I took my first yoga class, and I saw my teacher coming in with his yoga mat, and he looked so relaxed, and I looked at that, and I said, I want that, you know, and I know that when I have that, I want that, with the inspiration, with that, like, wow, I want to be that, I'm going to take off, I do, I take off, I start to motivate, I find out what he's doing, and I start listening to what, you know, him as a Um, teacher for me. And even becoming an LUT, a licensed unity teacher. I remember when I first came to this church, I think I was here for a year. And um, Reverend Jeanette, someone told me she was a licensed unity teacher. And I was like, what's that? You know, and she started telling me about, you know, going through this whole program. And I want to do that, you know. And I'm not always in a rush. Like I have to, I mean, like it took me 10 years. It doesn't have to take you 10 years. But I was on the path. And, um, but it's something that sparks me. It's something that lifts me up. And I can say that inspiration for me, has the, the destiny, has been a little vision. It's like I see the goals. And I just keep saying, keep going forward. Like with the LUT, there was so many times where it was hard. And I just said, okay, keep showing up, keep showing up, keep doing the work, keep going through the ring of fear. And one day, you get that certificate. It's a pretty amazing feeling. Um, so I wanted to just give us a little exercise that um, you can take with you. Um, again, I think I shared that um, I am a yoga teacher. I've been teaching for about 22 years. And, um, and yoga, uh, yoga, actually, this was in Eric's talk, which meant yoke from yoke, is unity with the divine flow. So it was about 25 years ago. I'm going to tell you just a little story before that. Uh, 25 years ago, I started yoga. I took my first yoga class. I actually took it with my mother. And the, the lady, the teacher was about 70. And, um, you know, I, I think I was 28, 30. And, um, and I was like, okay. But she was like flexible and, you know, fun and exciting. And, and but I was also taking, I also started therapy at the time. I started therapy because I was married. That was my first marriage. I was married for about a year. And there were problems in the marriage. He wasn't quite listening to me. And I thought when you got married, you know, the husband starts listening to the, you know, the wisdom that I have. <laughs> doesn't work. So <laughs> it took me to therapy. And, it, you know, it's so interesting. I, I went to all my friends, and I would, you know, just harp on it. And I wasn't getting anywhere. And one day I just said, this can't be marriage. This can't be what marriage is about. You know, there was an issue in the thing we couldn't resolve. And I just heard this voice to say, go to therapy. And I I did. I just called up. I remember I just called and started therapy, yoga at the same time. And I had the house. I had the garden. I had the fence. We put up the fence. I mean, it was perfect. We had this cute little house. So again, I was kind of living in that trance. And started doing yoga, and I remember the teacher just kept talking about going inward and and listening and sensations in the body, and um, I was like, okay, you know, this is it. And then at the end of the class, if you've taken a yoga class, there's usually like a 10-minute shavasana where you just lay on the ground, face up, hands up, close your eyes, and you're in the, well, you can have music, instrumental music, or just silence, And you lay there for 10 minutes. Can be the most challenging pose, really, just to lay there and really let your body relax. That first class, my stomach felt like it was unraveling. And I was like, wow, like the stress was just like popping out of my body. And I said, isn't that interesting? I used to think relaxing meant watching TV and eating popcorn. This was a whole new level. Like I just felt so relaxed and so good. And I was kind of addicted to that feeling. And then I would go to therapy. And that first therapy session, she said to me, how do you feel? I said, how do I feel? I don't know how I feel. What's, my husband is really having a trouble, you know? And she would say, like, well, you know, what? why are you feeling troubled about, you know, what do you mean? I mean, look what he's doing. I mean, I just can't. And she kept trying to get me to go inward and and, you know, talk about, how I was feeling. And all I remember is going out of that session, the first session, feeling like for the first time someone actually listened to me. Like everyone was giving me advice, my friends, do this, do this, do this. And so the next, I don't know, it was over the year, between doing yoga and therapy, things were just popping up and I just started to go more inward. I was really focusing more inward. Well, um, that marriage did end, but it ended, I felt very complete, like I actually felt like I outgrew, the. we we outgrew each other, let's put it that way, and I was never so happy to live in a tiny apartment just to be by myself, and in fact, I dug in to self-growth, like I heard this little voice saying, I want to really know who you are, you know, I want to get to know who Karen is. And I did that. Next five years, I got into Tai Chi. I was still smoking, so I was probably doing yoga about me, smoking right after yoga. And um, I said, you know, I think it's time to quit. I told my therapist, I said, I really want to quit, but I didn't want to do it like cold turkey. I knew there was a reason why I was smoking, you know, to to hide something. And I started listening to, I don't know if you've gotten into all the self-help tapes, but I had certainly a lot of them, and it was a tape and it was a Walkman. And I would walk in the morning and listen. And Deepak had one on addiction. And he talked about, okay, you want to quit you know, smoking? Every time you have a cigarette, he didn't tell you to stop smoking. But he said, every time you have a cigarette, go outside in nature, sit down, light up your cigarette, and really think about it. And feel what that smoke feels like in your body. And smell it. Notice what it smells like. Just really be present to the sensations in the body. And you know what? The body really doesn't want the cigarette. And I, can tell, I can't tell you how many cigarettes like I had, and I wouldn't even know I had one. I was like, did I have a cigarette? I can't remember, because I'm running around so much. You, know, you don't even know what you're doing. And the idea is just to become more present with what you're doing. And I can tell you within three, three to six months between all therapy, I'm not sure which one exactly worked. I had Tai Chi too, I was doing Tai Chi. Um, but one day I woke up and I went to reach for a cigarette and the room started spinning. Like, I don't know if you ever drank too much, which I never did, but where the room just started spinning. And I said, oh my gosh, I put the cigarette down, I got a little nervous. And I tried one more time, I went to have the cigarette, and again, the room started spinning. And I put the cigarette down, and I looked up, and again, I really didn't have any spirituality back then, but I I just said, thank you, God, and I never had another cigarette again, and that was 30 years ago. So grateful for that. That was a really hard addiction to give up. So the little exercise I have, you know, when I, when we, te- when I teach yoga, I have people, um, we get on the mat and for me, we have silence. Um, but you can do music with, you know, um, as long as there is no like, uh, words to the music so that you can start to focus within. So I say we we're in a yoga pose, nothing too crazy. And I'll tell my students to just be present in your body, notice where you're holding tension, relax your shoulders, breathe into the pose, notice what it's like to breathe in the pose, notice your body in this position, notice if you're holding any tension, any stress, and, and noticing any thoughts that come up. And it starts to bring your awareness inward. Well, there was a class when I was teaching um, yoga. There's a place I used to go for yoga, and it was called Taking Yoga Off the Mat. We can take yoga, everything we can do can become yoga if it is done with awareness, and awareness is the key to discovering all the mysteries of who you truly are. So there was a class that said, Take Yoga Off the Mat. So just right now, notice... How you're holding your shoulders, noticing if there's any tension maybe in your mouth, in your jaw, in your hands. And the idea is to just every once in a while throughout your day, maybe you're talking to someone and your shoulders start to go up, you know, you start to tense up a little bit. I mean, your body is speaking to you. This body is amazing. It is always speaking to you, you know, in intuition, but in sensations in the body. There's tension, your stomach maybe, there's little knots in your stomach. So just throughout your day, notice, notice how you're breathing. Are you breathing? And when I say that, I mean, obviously we're breathing because we're all (laughs) alive right here. But sometimes we breathe so shallow that it's, it's almost like there's nothing there. And again, taking that deep breath every once in a while and noticing how you hold your body. You know, are you talking to someone? And, and what I like to do is maybe after talking to someone and there's um, I'm noticing some um, like I'm angry or something. I'll say to myself, why do I feel angry? Why am I angry? What's going on? You know, like I start questioning things. Why did that person, why did I feel like I got angry with her? You know, what what was the trigger? So really, you know, kind of looking at myself and um, uh, reading our body language. One of my favorite quotes I had is, be who you are. And that has always stuck with me to just really think about that we get to be who we are. I'm going to give you a couple um, things on what we do to block this flow. And how do we block this flow? With stress, with tension, with aches and pains, unforgiveness and resentments. Boy, they hold some energy in the body. Unhealthy foods, too much alcohol, too much caffeine, and holding on to anger. Not moving the body. The body likes to move stretching, any any kind of movement, dancing. Uh, And what unblocks this flow? Do what you love. Movement, have fun, relax the body. And again, the body loves to be relaxed. That's where our healing is. If you notice when you get sick, what do you do? You relax. That energy can flow through the body. Uh, Releasing stress, talking to a close friend, forgiveness work, gratitude, being generous, giving of yourself meditation prayer and one of my favorites is playing with kids they teach us how to have our feelings and um to have them to to just have them and let them go the imagination and curiosity of kids what a good reminder curiosity it's another thing i use in my yoga practice a lot and a lot of people want to judge you know their bodies like oh god i can't do this you know Can you just be curious? Like, wow, look at this body, what's it doing? So we deserve to have a fuller life. We need to incorporate these white hyacinths moments throughout our day. Make room in your daily life for self-care, play, giving. I have clients who are guilty for either coming to yoga and especially massage. And I find it amazing that, again, taking that time to yourself we can run around for 10, 12 hours a day, and that's okay, but to take an hour out is, uh, tends to feel guilty. And yet we have no guilt spent spending 12 hours focused on the outside world. If we do not fulfill the inner world, we will never feel satisfied, no matter how much we accomplish. The body heals when it's relaxed. Let's make that our goal, to keep the body relaxed. We may have to avoid people, places, things to make this body a priority. I told Lou, I hope he's not listening, before we got married, that I will never work really hard. I have self-care set throughout my day. Workday equally as important to me as doing my self-care. I have it scattered throughout my day. And I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I also have a lot of gratitude for owning my own business so I can create my own hours. But I could create hours that generate a lot of money, but I would rather have my time and health. And I said to him, I'd rather live in a smaller place than work all day to afford a bigger place. I always have enough. So I'm gonna end with this quote. I really like this. This is another quote that I got off of the um, my my inspirational quotes. Life is amazing, and then it's awful, and then it's amazing. Again. And in between amazing and awful, it's ordinary and mundane and routine. Breathe in the amazing, hold on through the awful and relax and exhale during the ordinary. That's just living, heartbreaking, soul-healing, amazing, awful, ordinary life, and it's breathtakingly beautiful. Thank you.
0: everything has its time show me a reason
2: Karen Schwab, I'm glad you found your purpose and your voice. You're not going to let any music die within you. I I know that. (laughs) Fabulous. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Karen, thank you for a wonderful talk. It inspired me and reminded me to do more self-care for me. Thank you very much. So let me leave again for vacation right now. We'll invite our ushers to come forth as we prepare to receive our tithes and our gifts and our offerings. You can donate electronically online by going to unityminneapolis.org. Donate. You can also scan your QR code here in the on your bulletin or there on your screen. There's cards in the pew. You can also write a simple check as well. So let's affirm together our offertory blessing. It's found in your order of service, and this is the blessing for our series this month. Together, infinite riches are within me. I have the capacity for unlimited expression of good, and I share that good now. I'm a capable and prosperous person, successful in all that I do. I am inspired to give because I love to give. Divine love flowing through me as me inspires, blesses, and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And so it is. Amen. So as our usher comes forth, we bless these tithes, these gifts, and these offerings. We bless all that's been received this week. bless all those participating in our consistent giving program, unexpected income program. And we bless these gifts, understanding the spiritual law of blessing. And we bless these gifts, and we send them forth to fulfill our vision and our mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. I want to invite our on-duty unity prayer chaplains to please stand. These individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in the sanctuary, and they're here today to hold that sacred space with you, to, to listen with the ears of their heart, to pray aloud with you, and then to hold what they have heard in the strictest of confidence. So today, if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a unity prayer chaplain. Thank you for your service, and you may be seated. Uh, we also have uh, Michael Showalter, is our board treasurer here, and he wants to share a few things
5: concerning our finances. Thank you, Reverend Pat, thank you, Reverend Pat and thank you, everybody, for your attention for just a few minutes here this morning. Uh, I have the very great pleasure of doing a book study right now on a book called Amelda Shanklin, What Are You? In that book, Amelda says you're triune. So she asserts your spiritual, your mental, your physical. When I have a service like we just experienced here from everybody, I can feel all three of those in harmony. Spiritually, I can just feel, and maybe check into yourself. Can you feel at rest, peace, mentally? Can you feel how your mind has quieted down, fear and doubt and the worries have settled down? And physically, can you feel your shoulders relax? Can you feel your throat has calmed down? I can feel all three of those things. I know I'm in alignment. So check yourself right now, see how you feel. And now I'm going to introduce a data point and see if you can maintain that same state. (laughs) Um, The data point is my role as treasurer, and we're behind on income this year. We're behind about a month, so think about 8.9%. It's not catastrophic. We have great reserves and that's all well and good, but we are behind. And we're asking if you would give money to fill, close that gap. That's fact. Now, let's recheck our spirit, (laughs) our mind, our throat, our neck. You know, 1 Corinthians 3.19, there's a very interesting sentence in there. The wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. You know, the wisdom of the world is when times get tough. We should constrict. We should clamp down. We should stop giving. That's foolishness to spirit. Spirit knows that growth comes from growth that giving must lead to receiving. So first, let me say thank you for all you do for unity. You're appreciated. There is no lack in what you're doing. I appreciate everything you give for my last four and a half years on the board. You have made my life very easy and I appreciate everything you do. I do know though that times have changed and for some of us these are very difficult times. And that means for others of us, maybe we have to give a little bit more. So now I would ask, let's just do a quick exercise. How do you know if you're being called to fill this gap? So just check in with your spirit. Are you at rest? Your mind, is there any fear? And your body. And say, should I give to close this gap? You might get a, an easy yes, yeah, it feels right, yeah, I should do that. You might get a very easy no. No, I've already done my part and I know many of you have. Uh, so I'm very at ease with what I've done. Or you might get your mind mentally kicking in and resisting and you might feel fear, you might feel constriction in the body. You might start to justify and say, no, I've talked to three of my friends and they all say we should not spend right now. Believe me, I'm right. But whatever you're feeling, just check in with it and do what is right for you. Do what you are called to do. So I wish you well. I really hope you get all three lined up, spirit, mental, physical, so that you can feel really good, whatever your decision is. And there's no judgment. Whatever your decision is, we're so glad you're here. I thank you for everything you do. Sincerely, I wish you well on your consideration of this matter. Thank you. Thank you, you, Michael Showalter. Also,
2: I just want to, uh, again, thank those that have already given. You've already given, and I know that. And I thank you, uh, I thank you. And I thank you in advance for your giving and closing this gap. And I really appreciate, Michael, some of your remarks as well, especially sometimes it's so easy to be in fear. And, you know, that old thing, when things get tight, something's got to give. And that something is you. That something is me. That same thing is us. Right now, I'm excited about a class on Thursday morning, a class on Thursday morning called Moving from Fear to Faith that starts this coming Thursday morning. We invite you to be a part of that. Wow. Uh, Also, I want to share some good news with you. We've added a new family member here. I'm so grateful, you know. Uh, Jay and Gerilyn uh, Berger. They were pleased to announce just two days ago the birth of their son, uh, Phineas J. Berger. And so Phineas J. Berger, we welcome you to our family here. Jay, are you back there by chance? Well, the diddly squat on Jay. We love Jay. But gosh, bless him. You be sure to tell him congratulations. He's probably there with his new son as well. So let's stand as we bring our youth in, okay? Let's appreciate our youth this morning. In the, light, in, the light, in
0: the light, in the light, in the light, in
3: the light, in the light, in the light, in the light of God. Hi, my name is Gabby. Are you looking to learn and grow spiritually, meet and get to know fascinating people, develop new skills, experience a, a supportive and loving environment, and deepen your sense of community? Thanks, Gabby. If so, consider becoming a volunteer. We have openings in our youth and family ministry from the nursery to high school on Zoom and in person, as well as in our hospitality, bus ministry, outreach team, and many others. Online, you can go to our website and then click the Get Involved tab and volunteer. And in person, we invite you to stop by the Garden Court. Come see how you can grow to new spiritual heights and have plenty of fun along the way. And be entered to win a fabulous prize.
2: So let us know our prayer for protection and our peace song. Together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is swell. All right, everybody, get your sway on.
0: Even if you're at home in your kitchen. Come on, hold hands and wave it out. Now there is peace on earth, and it has begun with me. Now there is peace on earth, the peace that was meant to be. Day, everybody. Uh-oh, we got one more. Come on. I love this song. All right. Woo! Her face is a map of the world, is a map of the world. You can see she's a beautiful girl, she's a beautiful girl. And everything around her is a silver pool of light. People who around her feel the benefit of it. It makes you calm. She holds you captivated in her palm.